And welcome back to another episode of the Geeks and Terriers. It's me, your boy, Eli. It's me, Joe. And we're here to talk about... Oh, we got Daniel. That's right. What? Yeah. Oh, it's you. Sorry, it's, it's it's been a while since I've been here, so I'm, I might have forgotten what y'all look like. You got like. a haircut. Yeah, yes, I did. <laughs> mm-hmm. I need to get a haircut. But, but yeah, uh, it's been a while, but great to be back. It's me, Daniel, if you don't know me. Yeah. And it's that time of year again, you know, where all, we all come together. To celebrate a certain thing, have ourselves a joyous moment. Hanukkah? No. Oh. It's the Game Awards. Oh, that makes way more sense for us. Yeah, because uh, yeah, because uh, it's we've been doing it for now. Uh, usually, the way we do it, so we give our thoughts on certain um, the categories, which one we think is going to win, and what potential reveals are going to be at the Game Awards. And yeah, so we just go through it. We don't go through all the categories because we're going to be here forever and we do not want to be here forever. And there's just some categories that I feel like, at least for us, we don't have that much sway in. Like most of the esports categories, like, like, I don't know, like some of those are like, they're kind of like easy to predict. Like best esports game, like realistically, it's got to be League or uh, um, some dumb thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you really want to know, our best esports event would be Evo, and then uh, I don't know about y'all guys, but uh, for me, uh, best content creator goes uh, goes to Nabilian. Uh, he's no longer on Twitter, giving us all the oh no, yeah, he automatically anymore. Wins. Everyone loves that guy. Yeah, no, thank you for your service, Nabilian. Uh, we miss you. Mm-hmm. And so we're gonna get started on our first category, Joey. What is our first category? Let's uh go with um sort of the uh I guess the main event one uh the be- the game of the year. Oh, so we're going hard. Yeah, let's let's, let's start with game of the year. Uh, category right. uh, the nominees: A Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray. And Xenoblade Chronicles Three. All right, so those are our nominees. Obviously, um, some one of them is very interesting, considering it's just a game that just recently came out. Um, but I might say it's not my pick, though. Um, so obviously, God of War literally just came out like a week or two after the announcement. Which did anyone else find that weird? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I thought that's kind of normal because uh, the same thing happened before. Like, I think uh, Death Stranding came out in November, like a little, and not too, not too long before the uh, Game Awards, uh, you know, nominees were announced or anything like that. That's fair enough. Yeah, because I feel like it depends on certain things. Because I know, uh, like, obviously back in twenty eighteen, um, Smash Ultimate came out, but it wasn't nominated for any uh, awards because it came out literally this like the day before like after the game awards or like on the day of the game awards mm-hmm. it wasn't until it wasn't up for anything until 2019 so like usually there's there is like yeah. a cutoff i feel like point. the rule is that as long as you're in november it's fine but uh once it's december it's cut off till next year yeah i think that's sort of the rule like it's a similar thing that happens i think in a lot of uh award shows like i know the oscars kind of have that where like there's a certain cutoff point mm-hmm. like when you have to do the Oscars, because they're, like, in February, like, I think once it hits December, like, for movies and stuff, like, you can't be nominated for an Oscar or something like that. Uh, but, yeah, that's sort of, like, it makes sense in a weird way. And, yeah, speaking of which, God of War is definitely uh, been getting a lot of praise, you know, 
sequel to it. Yeah, it deserves a praise. Yeah, uh, yeah, it does. I, I just finished God of War Ragnarok, and storytelling is amazing. Uh, the acting in there is great. Uh, Christopher Judge does a great job, you know, um, you know, portraying Kratos. And not just him, but the other actors as well. Uh, I don't have the uh, their names off of my head, but I know um, the actors that did Freya was, was amazing. Uh, the guys that did Brock and uh, Sindri, they were great as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they all gave phenomenal performances. I still need to play that first one, uh, the first of the reboot, and but I am planning on playing the second one. It's one of those games I'm really looking forward to playing. Um, but if I were to say my pick for game of the year, it has to be Elden Ring. That game was so hyped, and it exceeded all expectation. And while I haven't put much, really, any time into it, the the amount of like i would say attention it got kind of like blew out like it blew my mind cuz like not only were people who were already souls fans playing it but people who weren't souls fans got into it and that's kind of like i think that that's the hard thing for a souls game to be cuz i always felt like soul games were very niche onto themselves right well yeah they started off very niche right mm-hmm. but as like you know talk yeah. about it surge and like you know because that was a, the main appeal of those games were like they're supposed to be kind of difficult, mm-hmm. you know, like these aren't, you know, these are hard games essentially, and you know that sort of builds and builds and that gets a rapport. I mean, we saw uh, a lot of those uh, from software games starting to get more uh, appeal, like uh, Sekiro, right? Yeah, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. Um, yeah, there's another one. Which one are we missing, Daniel? I think you know more. It's a. Uh, I- like uh, game, uh, from software games, I'll earn uh, awards because I think it's just Sekiro. Because mm-hmm. I don't, re- I don't remember if Bloodborne or any of the Dark Souls or Demon Soul games, uh, they got an award or anything. Right, like that. yeah, that's right. But the, and I think also to be fair, there was also like a lot of games that were copying that for Souls formula. I think there was a, like I know uh, Neo, right? Neo one and two, they're mm-hmm. very much Souls inspired, right? Oh yeah, but like uh, Neo, they did a great job, you know, to make themselves all. Uh, you know, different mm-hmm. instead of you know just being a, just a, a copy of all you know the Dark Souls or any other uh, from software games. There was also that one uh, game. If you Surge. haven't played Neo yet, it's on oh, PlayStation yeah. Yeah. and PC. Yeah, Surge, I, I think, believe I remember but, as well. It was a more sci-fi version of yeah, it, right? more of a, like a exoskeleton kind of situation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I feel like Elden Ring was the one that really like caught a lot more eyes than any of the other Souls games that came out. So that's kind of my justification as why I think that kind of deserves Game of the Year. Not only is it an excellent game with an excellent music and like, uh, you know, being a great Souls game, I think it also you know was able to hit you know a sort of mainstream that a lot of game that a lot of Souls games have not been able to reach sometimes and in certain aspects, I'd say. Yeah, like as much as I love God of War, my my pick would be for Elden Ring as well. Uh, I've played Elden Ring. Uh... There's just so much to explore, and you think you ex- explored everything, but the map and everything else it just keeps getting bigger. I remember like just traveling across, you know, like that whole map of uh, of the game. I was like, "Holy shit, man! Like, how big is this game?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of those games where like I want to try it, but I don't know. But my thing is, the amount of time I have to put into it is the thing that's making me not like go at it. Right? I, I sadly don't have mm-hmm. enough time to play an expansive game like that. Sadly. I mean, I mean, it's kind of like a pick your own adventure thing as well, because basically, you know, like uh, with the previous games, it's linear. You know, like, okay, you go through this part of the game, fight this boss, and you just keep going forward. But uh, 
But with this one, you just choose whichever boss you want to fight and just fight it. And if you just want to come back to it later, then you can. Yeah, I mean, I've seen the the the, the, the speed runs here and there, so it's it's totally understandable why they would do that. Hmm. I don't know. So me and Daniel are for Elden Ring. Joe, who are you for? Um, I am gonna be that guy and uh, pick the most unlikely pick of all. Stray? No, Xenoblade Chronicles Three. Uh. I've only played the first one, but I'd like to imagine that it'd be the biggest upset in uh, this year's Game Awards that uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 just ends up winning it. Because, I mean, you know, like JRPGs, that's, you know, those, those, always, those are always, like, uh, pretty good to, to bet on, right? Sure. I mean, I get what you're coming from. I, I have played Xenoblade 3, and uh, it is one of my top games of, the, of this year as well, but... When you're comparing uh, Xenoblade against the other behemoths, you know, with <laughs> Elden Ring or Guild of Ro- uh, God, God of War, um, hey, hey, it's hard to see Xenoblade David win. beat Goliath, it's possible. No, yeah, it definitely uh, like, it's possible. I mean, last year, I didn't expect It Takes Two to win, but uh, they did win, uh, you, know, the, you know, with It Takes Two last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is, I think, yeah, I do remember that. I think we can all agree, though, that Stray is really a weird choice for Game of the Year. Yeah, I mean, you play as a cat though, so I guess that's uh that's the uh that's the appeal, right? I guess. I mean, I can see why. I mean, it's I don't see um, you know having an indie game go out for game of the year is exactly a bad thing. No, I mean, we yeah. had like some other like great games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like last year we had uh Hades going up for uh, game of the year, and it, Hades is a really great game. Yeah, and a couple of years before that, we had Celeste, and Celeste was, you know, an amazing game as well. I feel like there needs to be at least one good uh, indie game, and in that, and Stray is is one of those indie games that really broke out. Because yeah, I I don't recall the developer for that one. It's a blue. I like Stray, but like when you compare it to some some of the other indie games that were nominated from the years before. I mean, it's kind of hard to see why uh, they would pick Stray for our Game of the Year, but I guess you can give it a kind of the, the kitty factor that, you know, it's up there. Fair enough. Uh, I just find it funny that, uh, once again, um, it was it Horizon is, not, is, is nominated, but it's clearly not going to be the one to win. Yeah, it, I, it is, I, I think. Not for Horizon, man, because this is a repeat of what happened back in 2017. Uh, it, it was going against Zelda, and there was no way it was going to top Zelda. Yeah, because it was Zelda. It happened and again. Mario Odyssey. Elden Ring. And those two were one of my favorite games of that year. Dude, that that year was amazing. We had like Super Mario Odyssey, Breath of the Wild, Persona Five. I'm trying to remember what other games we had. like that. That year was nonstop, you know, full of games. Yeah, no, I, I I'm so glad I started playing Persona Five, and I'm hoping we'll get on to three and four uh, once again. Come on, uh, Game Pass. But yeah, uh, yeah, they'll be coming in in January, so I can't wait for that. Oh hell yeah! But yeah, um, I'm totally. I think we all, so. Like, we both have. Um, I'm forgetting Elden Ring and Xenoblade. Yeah, I think those are good choices. Uh, and like, it's, like it's we. I mean, like Daniel said last time, take it takes two one, which is like the big surprise. Yeah, so I mean, you know, anything can happen, at, you know, in terms of like who can win like game of the year. Uh, but uh, yeah, it is. I feel like it is gonna. It is one of those. Like as much as like again, like I said, you know, uh, Xenoblade. That you know, it'd be cool to see that win. Uh, it, it does seem like it's gonna be either between Elden Ring or God of War, just because those two are like the really big hitters. You know, like they're mm-hmm. the. Uh, 
they're like the sort of like big headline games. Like they're the, they probably were like the most anticipated games of this year, and and pro- those both games definitely delivered on their expectations and all that stuff. So yeah, it, it, you know, it, it it's be very you know, it wouldn't be a shock if either of those games win game of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so um, yeah, let's go into the next category, bro. I was gonna, oh yeah, next category, uh, best game direction for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. Uh, Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, Horizon, Forbidden West, Immortality, and then Stray. Seeing a bit of a repeat now. I mean, that's usually what happens with a lot of uh this sort of stuff, but um, I would honestly say probably Elden Ring for a. Uh, game direction just because i feel like this is something we forget to mention as well with elden ring is that george R. R. martin was behind it as well like he was a contrib- contributing a uh, person he, in that he game. was he was that was one of the selling points back when it was mm-hmm. announced at uh i think it was e3 for xbox right i think so no, yeah i think it was at e3 like a while back when it first announced it yeah you know, george R. R. martin had a hand in it so i feel like when it comes to that sort of Mm-hmm. Uh, view. Um, I think Elden Ring sort of probably takes that because you know if you're you're having like you know the guy that wrote uh Game of Thrones, you know, and a lot of other cool fantasy books. Yeah, like this guy gains to like work with from software to create you know a living, breathing fantasy world in video, in video game form. You know that's that's pretty freaking cool. I mm-hmm. think that's uh, it probably takes that. Daniel, what do you think? Uh, for this one, I'm going to go with God of War Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I, I mean, the reason I went with Elden Ring is because, like, uh, all the animation and stuff like that, and uh, and I thought it was just a much better game than Ragnarok, even though they're both, like, 10 out of 10s for me. But, uh, yeah, God of War was more like a, a continuation, so, like, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't think it, uh, I would give it give it a year, but I would probably give it best direction so the way it, it took the games forward mm-hmm. so it is a, like i said it's a continuation and basically they improved a lot of the things from the original uh to make it even better and it's one of those rare moments where like you play the game and it's like i don't know if i can go back to the first one now by the first one do you mean like the original trilogy or like the, the last god of war game no 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 like uh, the the just the, the the reboot of all god of war just that one not the original trilogy oh okay Really, because like, no, yeah, like I, I can still go back and play the original uh, God of War games, but I'm talking about like just the last one because uh, they just improved so much on uh, in Ragnarok compared to uh, what it was okay, before. Okay. In, uh, the I original. get what you're saying now. Yeah, yeah, no, um, I I'm I'm, I'm on Team Daniel today, <laughs> uh, because I'm also on the God of War Ragnarok train because like from what I've seen, and it's mostly I'm thinking mostly on on the narrative aspect of of the direction of the game. Yes, there are not only are they improving on like a lot of other aspects like the gameplay, the cinematography. They're still doing like that one shot take of it that uh, Halo Infinite tried to do. They just didn't feel as cleaner, mm-hmm. in my opinion, because I, I like how Halo Infinite was doing the the, the one shot thing too. It just it feel like it needed to be a little more tweaked better. Mm-hmm. But they, they were they were there. They were mm-hmm. almost there. Uh, but I feel like not only did they expand on a lot of that aspect. But the thing also I really enjoyed was like just the direction on how to present all this sort of Nordic imagery, right? Yeah. They represent the oh, yeah, like of, um, Thor, 
Odin mm-hmm. and every the the whole cast, right? It's 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 a, it's a little different from your usual, you know, uh, Viking look. It's unique. I think I think the the joke. I think the common joke is like, wow, uh, God of War did, you know, these um, Nordic character, you know, Nordic gods uh, a lot cooler than Assassin's Creed Valhalla. So that's kind of like my stand, but also just like in in my mind, the story with Kratos is a lot more interesting than what we've had in a while. I do agree with Daniel. I can still go back and play those old God of War games, but man, do, do these games just hit different in the best way possible? So that's kind of like my stance on that situation. Now, obviously, um, I could say the same thing about like Horizon and all that other stuff, but I feel like these games are this one is just like. It's like I said, they they, they they had an expectation and they blew it out the park. Right. So that's why I, I think that makes more sense for us to go for me to go that way. And then they, obviously Daniel agrees. Joey, you are on the same boat as well. Well, I mean, I, I no, I was I was saying Elden Ring. Oh yeah, but, but but I'm saying like. But no, I I definitely we, no. we all have the same opinion of why this one is best. You know, the category. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um. It's funny that once again Horizon here, but not really much talked about. No. Um, oh, always the bridesmaid, never that. the bride. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that's. No, I to say something positive, but yeah, I, I I haven't played it and I haven't really looked up any footage of it, uh, so it's really hard for me to you know. I'm not saying it's bad. Like I know, I'm, like I'm sure it's a great game, a, a great game like all the other nominees here. It's just that. Uh, I don't have too much of knowledge of Horizon to, you know, uh, to say, you know, you know, like why it's up here or why mm-hmm. it deserves to be nominated. No, you're right. And, and, and hopefully, you know, we might be wrong. Maybe it does win. And I mean, yeah, they, they, you never know. Like Horizon could have a, ch- a good chance. Mm-hmm. All right. So now we're going to the next category. Joey, what's our category? Uh we're going to be talking about best multiplayer, which I think would be an interesting discussion because we got uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, uh, not the original that came out in like 2007. We're talking about the, the new one, mm-hmm. the, the remake, technically, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how to explain it well. Um, Multiversus, Overwatch 2, Splatoon 3, and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. I have not played Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, so I can't say anything about it, but I wanted to... I, I think it'd be really cool if it wins, but if I were to choose a game that I've played on here or a game that I've seen that has caught my interest more, I'm going to have to go with Multiverses. Mm-hmm. It's just... It did what Nicktoons try to do, but better. And it's doing a lot of stuff that a lot of people have been asking for. Not only for, like, Smash Brothers, but for a lot of, like, competitive fighting games. Uh, well, fighting games, I guess. Mm. However, you, however you choose to view platformer fighters at all. I, I, that's kind of why I would go with multiverses. Um, haven't played much of Splatoon 3, but, like, I, if it's anything like the other two, I think it's fine. I have heard not great things about Modern Warfare in some aspects. Uh, yeah, in terms of, uh, I think, uh, the war, their Warzone Battle Royale mode, it's been kind of weird. And Overwatch 2 has been <laughs> stithed with controversy beforehand. And 
I heard it's fine. Yeah. It's a fine game, but it's just... Um, doesn't feel like it it, 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 it added anything. <laughs> that's what I'm, that's the common thing I've been hearing about it. Uh, but again, my, my point stands on multiverses. Uh, I'll let you guys have the floor. That's uh, kind of a tough pick. Uh, most of these games I haven't played. Uh, I think the only thing I played was multiverses, but um, I don't I don't think it would win a, a multiplayer game of the year. If, if I'm being honest, I think I might go to Splatoon three. Really. I don't disagree with I mean, you on that. I mean, it, it's a very, very popular game, not just in here, but like literally across the globe and even in Japan. I think uh, Splatoon 3 was like the biggest launch they had in Japan for the Nintendo Switch. More than Smash? But Probably. I'm not sure. I just remember like uh, it was insane when it first came out and everyone was excited. So, mm. uh, yeah, pe- people love Splatoon 3 a lot and... Uh, yeah, out of all these games, I mean, personally, my vote will go for TMNT, but uh, uh, if I had to use my head, I would probably give it to Splatoon 3. That's a fair enough assumption. Joey, what about you? Uh, Yeah, honestly, this is one of those categories where I feel like any one of these nominees could win. Uh, you know, Shredder's Revenge harkens back to the, the old, uh, like, arcade beat-em-up beat ups of the uh, TMNT. So, you know, that's pretty cool mm-hmm. to see that sort of... Uh, come back to life uh I, I would like it to win as well um but i don't know like it, it, i think any of these could win i mean splatoon 3 you know as well like mm. definitely improves upon splatoon 2 super popular like it is kind of crazy how splatoon sort of started out it's kind of like that like a weird kind of like weird like a weird kind of take on shooting games for nintendo and it just yeah. sort of exploded into like popularity yeah, everyone thought it was going to be that one weird, like, Nintendo game that they only had, like, just that one game, never sequels. There's, like, a, like a nice little, like, undying fan base right over there. So, like, this, oh, oh, the seas of this game are very big and expansive. Yeah. And Overwatch 2, yeah, it's very, I, it's, people know more about Overwatch 2 because of it, all the controversies with Activision Blizzard than like the actual game and yeah like there is like a bit of controversy because they had a rough launch as well like some of the characters weren't available well yeah yeah like some of the characters were disabled because of like some issues i think it was a glitch or something like torbjorn and what was that robot one of uh bastion yeah bastion and then recently uh may was affected too but uh, she's back in now Mm -hmm. yeah so you know it's i've actually heard more from like the and because I'm a Gundam fan, probably that's why the Gundam Evolution, like the the the, the Gundam Overwatch game, I heard that, that one's a lot more popular slightly compared to Overwatch. Too. <laughs> I imagine because it's just like you know n- none of the weird dumb controversies, uh, the microtransactions and stuff. Um, because I know they did get rid of loot boxes, I think, for Overwatch too, but they've also priced a lot of the skins and other stuff in weird ways where people are like. Why you like this? Because it is free to play. Overwatch Two is free to play, uh, if I recall correctly. Yeah, there were some, some there were some some questionable uh, choices there. Um, yeah, they switched over to uh, the the battle pass now because uh, the whole uh, loot box thing got uh, out of hand. Yeah, and uh, we we have EA to thanks with the whole ba- uh, Star Wars Battlefront ordeal. Yep. Um, yeah. But yeah, like there were some questionable choices with the pricing in the game as well. Like I remember just like this little keychain that you could buy in the at the actual Blizzard store, and it cost less to get the uh, 
uh, the item in game uh, in Overwatch 2. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. I don't remember exactly what it was, but yeah, I think it was I think it was just a keychain or something, but it was cheaper to buy it in real life from the Blizzard store online than it was to buy it in game in Overwatch. That's just God man, that's terrible. Good Lord. Uh but... Yeah, and the keychain was like five bucks too in, in real life. I don't I don't I don't know how much it was in game. <laughs> Uh, but multiverses, uh, you know, I, I think I, I was always very weirded out by the idea because, I mean, yeah, it is kind of cool, you know, that Warner Brothers decided to, like, do a Smash Bros. version, like, Smash Bros. game of their properties. But I don't know, man. It's just weird seeing LeBron James beat up Anya, Arya Stark, <laughs> you know? No, I, I think it was weirder when uh, when I heard uh, LeBron James was banned at EVO. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What did he do? What did LeBron? Oh, wait, you mean the the the, the video game character, not the yeah. actual LeBron? Okay, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, you think- not the actual LeBron, the character LeBron in multiverses. He was banned at Evo this year. I, I I would love if like it was like LeBron just saw like a headline about that. Like, what do you mean I'm banned from this place? Oh, my character's banned. All right. Yeah. <laughs> what do I care? Yeah, I was like, go shoot some hoops. Yeah, Space Jam. Um, and then obviously Modern Warfare 2, you know, Call of Duty. Uh, it's Call of Duty. You yeah. know, you, you either love it or you hate it. Uh, but it's there. It's super popular. I know uh, there's been issues with Warzone where uh, they're... Uh, I forget what it is. Um, there's like a... I think they said like uh, a lot of the cosmetic items weren't transferred over to the Warzone 2 update. Oh, so like okay. all the cool scans you have. Like, you know, Danny Trejo skin or like the zombie skins or recently like the Attack on Titan skins, they don't carry over to uh, Warzone 2, I think. Okay. I think I also remember hearing something about like, uh, in, like, like, uh, Mike's, uh, voice chat in, a uh, Warren Warfare 2 where like you can actually hear like other people's like mm-hmm. proximity chats, I think. It was oh, yeah. The proximity, uh, Proximity voice chat, yeah. So like the closer you get to like a, a character in the game, you actually hear the person talking on the mic, which kind of ruins part of the elements of battle royales, where it's like you don't know where people are at. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, like that, I, don't I don't know. I, I, don't, I think it's kind of interesting that it happens, man. It's it's like well, like you're in the middle of the war zone game, and then you're like hear someone talking. It's like the voices they're coming <laughs> from the walls. And that's the case, yeah. But like for me, like I've never I've never really got into war zone, but I totally understand why people. Are about yeah because that is sort of like uh i mean it ruins the immersion a little bit i mean in a weird in a weird way i could argue it actually enhances the immersion because then it's like like i get what you're saying eli but yeah like i don't know i would agree um that it kind of enhances as well because again it's proximity so mm-hmm. it's not like you know like back like i don't know 360 or ps3 days where like someone's talking on uh, on xbox live and then you could hear them clearly no, like uh, in the game, the further away you are, the more farther away they're going to sound. And same thing, you know, vice versa. The closer you are, the louder they sound. Yeah, I know that like for some people, they kind of don't like it, obviously, because it's like they're trying to plan out strategies. And next thing you know, some guy just comes up and kills them because they heard him on proximity chat. So for those guys, I mean, Discord is an option. And obviously private chats on like your preferred game console or whatever mm-hmm. are also options as well. But if you're on a PS5, uh, there's a mute button right on the co- on the controller, so you have that option as well. Yeah, as well, you know, the, it it is what it's just one of those things that just kind of is very funny to me. Mm-hmm. Of like, I think initially people are like, "Why is this a thing? Why?" And it's like, well, there's so many solutions to it when you think about it. So, 
uh, yeah, but I guess to looking through all these ca- categories, I'm, I'm going to be uh, the odd man out and say, I really hope Team NT wins. You know, I want to be that guy. Couch co-op. Mm-hmm. Bring it back. <laughs> um, all right. So I guess. Uh, I, I think down deep down we all want Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to win. Yeah, you guys are more uh, pragmatic in, yeah. in terms of your votes. But I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm the idealist. I, I just I just hope some things win. Yeah. I have hope still in life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, let's get to so we take it away. Yeah, <laughs> let's get to the big one. Well, one of the like I think the big three is I as I would call it. Yeah, uh, for us, for us anyway. Mm-hmm. Best fighting game. The nominees: DNF Duel, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All Star Battle R. King of Fighters 15, Multiverses, and Sifu. Okay, we're going to have to talk about Sifu, aren't we? <laughs> One of these right. things is not like the other. <laughs> One of these things <laughs> just doesn't <laughs> belong. It does not make sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How... <sighs> Whoever was in charge of making the category, or like the nominees for these categories, must have really had... Either one doesn't pay attention much to this the fighting game scene, or two just ran out of ideas of what can be of of a potential you know one, because all of these I feel like at least have gotten some like you know attention, whether it be positive or negative. You know, some people just really don't like the 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 online for JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, uh, DNF Duel, kind of died out. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, not a whole lot. That of... and it's an aiding game. Mm-hmm. Nothing against aiding. Uh, they do a great job. Uh, uh, you played an aiding game before, Eli. I know you have. Uh, what well, Marvel vs. Capcom three? That's an aiding yeah. game. Mm-hmm. And you can you can see like some uh some things from that game carry over to DNF duels you know, with mm-hmm. with combos, I think, and stuff. It's it's it, DNF duels very much a game that like is meant to be crazy, but it. They went too crazy. <laughs> I mean, I had fun playing it. Oh, uh, I had fun with the game. Yeah, no, I had fun playing. Oh, the yeah, game. like I had fun. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people just think it's like too like like I was playing one time. I was like, oh, so the game doesn't take much skill. Like, no, it takes skill. Sometimes, but sometimes you can just smash your way out of it if you're lucky enough. Mm-hmm. I, I, I honestly, like, I, remember... I like how they try to make things like simple for like non-fighting game fans because this is obviously based off a. Of, like a beat em up MMO on, uh, I think so. Like, like yeah, a Dungeon Fighters or DNF. Yeah, DNF. Uh, yeah, yeah, just DNF, right? Yeah, I think Dungeon yeah. Fighter Online. Yeah, it was called. based off of that, so they wanted to make sure you know, like anybody can pick up and play, and it's not just you know a beat em up, just like in the actual game it's based off of, mm-hmm. and it just would full out crazy because that's how the game is, and uh, uh, that is adapted as well. Like, I seen gameplay of a uh, Dungeon Fighter. I think was it? Yeah, like they. Basically, the game it's based off of, like, it's crazy. I see gameplay for it, and they go all out in that. So when it comes, like, to uh, fighting off enemies and stuff like that. So they definitely carry the spirit from that game, too, over here. Yeah. Because I, I I will admit, I remember playing online. I I was having fun. Like, yeah, I get absolutely destroyed by the Wind Mage guy. I forget his name, but he's a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, there were moments where, like, how did I win that? Oh, wait, because I can also do bullshit, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it is one of those, like, everybody has crazy bullshit, you know? 
Yeah. Um, but sadly, I think it is just for for DNF Duel. It's just lack of updates. Like there's like me one balance patch, but we haven't got any new characters, any any announcements for the, any of that stuff. The support for it literally went down. But I think it really just a couple tweaking here and there because it's a fine game. It's a fun game. It just needs a couple tweaking. Yeah. Here and there. I, I think the only update we got was back from uh ceo taku um uh, they announced they have like future plans for dnf2 um they didn't really say anything about it all they said was like they have some plans for it and just to keep waiting for those news to come out mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah like support is very slow compared to the average fighting game mm-hmm. but uh but if there's anything i've learned they'll, have... they'll make a comeback they always do I mean, they still have, they have a very dedicated uh, dedicated fan base, so like they have that going at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, back to what we were saying. Uh, Sifu, yes, uh, this game is not like the rest. It is, I think Maximilian dude said it best on on stream, and you can find the YouTube clip of it. This this is considered a fighting game because there's a lot of fighting in it, but it, it doesn't have the thing that we all kind of re- like enjoy about fighting games. Is that we can play with our friends and go against each other, right? I mean, I, I know there's a lot, of, a lot of arguments about fighting games. You know, like, is Smash Brothers a fighting game? Is Power Stone a fighting game? Mm-hmm. Is The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy is a fighting game? Uh, like, that, that, that game plays just like Power Stone, and it's fun, by the way. But anyway, I, was also yeah, I think we all agree on Jam. is that um, as long as... Oh, I'm sorry? I was going to say, don't forget Def Jam. Oh yeah, Def Jam. <laughs> but but yeah, like uh, I think we all agree on when it comes to a fighting game, it's a fighting game as long as it's one v one, like a person against another person, PvP. Mm-hmm. But with Sifu, it's just a single player action game, and there's nothing wrong with that. Sifu is a great game; it's a great action game, but it doesn't fit the the category of being a fighting game because it's just a single player experience. No, it's like saying Bayonetta is a fighting game, or Devil May Cry is a fighting game, or Yakuza is a fighting game. Which is now called Like a Dragon, by the way. Uh, but, but yeah, uh, yeah, it seemed like a weird pick. Like, I, I know like fighting games has been kind of dry this year. Uh, if they really couldn't figure it out, I pro- if I was like people like picking what games to be nominated, I probably just would have stuck in Capcom Fighting Collection. Just call it a day, you know, acknowledge it's there. But uh, yeah, it seemed the weird choice that seafood uh, was picked. I, I would have gone even further and just got one of the more independent like fighting games that no one knows about, like them fighting herds. I would have gone with something like that. Like I would, they don't. I don't think uh, I would put them fighting herds. I think that game came out like legit last, just like last year or two years ago. I mean, we say that, but the, but last year Among Us was nominated for a bunch of stuff, and Among Us came out like 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 at least two years before it. It actually got big with streamers and stuff. That is true. Yeah, like I mean. Yeah, usually the fighting game category acts a little weird because I remember like a couple years back it was Jump Force that got nominated and no one really expected or cared about that. And I would have picked Power Rangers over uh, uh, Jump Force. And then Mortal Kombat 11 was nominated again for Best Fighting Game and it was just for the expansion of... for the, Yeah, I think the Aftermath expansion alone. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that's happened sometimes too because I think uh, it wasn't Street Fighter uh, Championship Edition nominated for Best Fighting Game of the Year as well? no he's right so i do remember that yeah because uh, they always include like every other version of street fighter and i don't disagree with daniel on the fact that i think this has just been a dry year for fighting games because really the only ones that that we've mentioned that were like big announcements 
was like King of Fighters 15. 25, uh, 15, 15. 15, yeah. Uh, kept seeing the five. Uh, King of Fighters 15 and DNF Duel. DNF Duel, you can argue. Um, Judge's Bizarre Adventures um, is a re. is a. is a. not. Port, right? It's yeah. a port, yeah. Yeah. It's a port of like the old Basically, games, right? it's like a, it's a remastered port. Like mm-hmm. uh I played a PS3 original. I suffered through the 30 frames of gameplay. <laughs> uh game it felt very sluggish because of the frame rate it was running mm-hmm. at, but uh, while it was fun, yeah, we were always I would say it's like a party version of a fighting game more than it was an actual fighting game. Mm-hmm. But now when the uh the remaster came out, they done a lot of changes. Um at 60 frames, which is good. Um they rebalance a lot of the, the, the fighting mechanics and stuff like that. Even added some new mechanics like jump dashes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And even add in, uh, you know, assist characters as well. That wasn't the original. And, uh, yeah, it actually felt like a great fighting game. It's just that, uh, sadly, like, uh, the net code was kind of bad. And I don't know, it was just because uh, Namco wouldn't allow it because then people would expect that for Tekken or they it was just spaghetti code and mm-hmm. they weren't able to, you know, properly put in... Uh, proper rollback netcode in it or something but yeah pretty much the only thing that's holding back is the netcode but overall if you just play the game offline it's a really fun fighting game i mean i think we already said our, our thoughts on multiverses um it's i mean it's a it's fine yeah but hey, it, yeah it's a fun game it's just that uh after a while i just never went back mm-hmm. like i i mean they're coming up with new updates which is good i know that um Let's see, uh, Black Adam was in it, like a gizmo, and then uh, an actual grandma made it in. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm but, trying to remember, like, who, like I think it depends on what is there a character I want to play, though, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, don't get me wrong, I would love to play Superman. I'd love to play Batman. But, like, I'm, I'm waiting for maybe... But knowing that the catalog they have, I'm just like, who else could they add? I just That's what I really want to look forward to. Yeah. But it's also kind of like... You gotta fighting the prestige of say something like Smash Bros, where you had like a lot of different characters, and the fun is like, who could they have next? And it doesn't really have that, you know, because they're they're gonna not, they if I mean if they included a character that's like not part of the Warner Brothers whatever, uh, I think that'd be a little more hype. But well, I mean we'll see. Uh, King of Fighters fifteen, I like King of Fighters fifteen. I think it's not. It's it's the right it's not the best but it's in the right direction of what they could do for the next few games if they were to decide to continue King of Fighters you know that's been my stance. I mean I would agree with some people I know a lot of people say that uh the King of Fighters 15 feels like a continuation from 14 and I would agree with that uh but I could say man because it does feel like that because when you compare like some other series like with Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat each new entry feels different and. This one, uh, it feels like like a, l- a little bit of a continuation from uh, from fourteen, but I don't know. I I like fifteen a lot, and maybe it's because they, w- they didn't change that much from fourteen. But I know a lot of people complain about the graphics, and suddenly uh, give it a nice graphics, uh, you know, nice looking graphics, and people will love it. But yeah, I would still go with uh, King of Fighters fifteen for uh, game of the year. I mean, I give it a year fighting game of the year. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm with you on that. I think we're all in agreement on King of Fighters fifteen because that's that's the obvious, I think, winner. I mean, personally for me, I would kind of go with DNF Duel because I just want to see the the chaos. I mean, yeah, and hell, who hell who knows? Maybe it actually gets those guys like you know aiding and all that stuff like get their gears moving. Like, hey, listen, people really like this game. People are here to support it. Let's actually let's put our best foot forward and keep supporting this game. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I I would probably agree uh, that uh, King KOF 15 is a 
probably the the best pick out of the bunch because uh, I mean I enjoyed playing it. Uh, there has been like slight issues with multiplayer for a little bit, uh, but we are getting like cross platform play next year as well as some new characters and like mm-hmm. all that stuff. Out, out of the out of the game, out of all those games, the one King of Fighters fifteen has a bright future. Yes, it does. And I think that's what I think will obviously make it probably the winner for the game of the year. Uh, it's seafood. I mean, seafood, seafood. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I find it weird because, like, with seafood, uh, I just uh, like there's a. I feel like there's a term for it. It's just a beat 'em up game. You know, like Final Fight isn't considered like a fighting game, right? Unless you count the one fighting game when they had. I, I well, I guess. <laughs> but you know, like seafood, I, I feel like to me is like a beat 'em up game. <laughs> Yeah, no, I agree. Because, like, for me, um, it's like Daniel said. It's been a very dry year. I mean, next year we're having Street Fighter Six, possibly Tekken 8? I mean, it's... Listen, <laughs> once we get to what we predict, our predictions for announcements, I feel like... We, we, that might then be we can one. talk about... Yeah. Then there's also the potential of Project L, the League of Legends fighting game. Mm-hmm. I mean... With, yeah, yeah, and, like, anything else that can than any other fighting game companies can come out with. But we're going to have to wait and see for that one. I mean, we'll see. But I think we're all in agreement yeah, that... We King still have no clue about uh, NetherRealm Studios either. Uh, they recently confirmed that they won't be doing anything at the Game Awards, and uh, we yeah. have to keep waiting. Yeah. So it's, it's like we're right now we're in the, the, slope, the, 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 the slow period. But like once we get like the big hitters out, the rest will follow. Because, like, I mean, like I said, next year we have... Street Fighter Six, and it's getting a lot more attention than Five. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, I just remember, like, uh, I think the only attention it got was at launch and how it wasn't up to people's standards, and mm-hmm. it just suddenly just disappeared. And then, like, and I mean, Daniel, you you were able to play the beta. Hopefully, we'll be able to get into the second beta. Um, yeah, you, I mean, I know I'll be in the second beta. <laughs> But like, 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 from everything you've told me, from from what you've played and from what I've seen, this is gearing out to be a, a, possibly one of the best Street Fighters in a while. It's doing a lot of stuff oh, yeah. that you know people have been asking for and demanding for. And obviously, I think that's why that's why I'm like right now. It's we're kind of, we're we're in the slow period. Street Fighter Six comes out, everything's gonna roll in quick, man. Don't worry about that. Uh, and obviously, like I said, we said earlier, there's other like fighting games out there that. Um, they could have chosen to replace Sifu, but they didn't. Or that. heck, just like just have it be like the four games, you know, uh, JoJo, DNF Duel, KOF, and uh, Multiverses. Multiverses, you know. I I feel like part of me feels like half of the reason why Sifu was in there was just to like fill in a spot, fill in a spot for like to make sure it's like five games or whatever. When mm-hmm. it's like I don't know, I feel like. You know, if it's a slow year for a certain category, just, you know, don't have that many nominees. Like, four is fine. but Four is a fine amount of categories. Yeah. Doesn't the ask, doesn't, aren't there points where the Oscars has, like, seven nominees for a category? Yeah. There's a lot. <laughs> you know. Um, speaking of movies, our next category is Best Adaptation. Okay. Which, uh... The nominees being Arcane, The League of Legends Show, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, The Cuphead Show, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Electric Boogaloo, 
Uh, that's not the actual title. It's just Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Uh, and Uncharted. The movie. I'm so, okay, so can... So what is the... How does the, how does how does one choose the nomination for this? That's my question, right? Because I feel like we had other like video game adaptations that came out recently. And I was like, I'm surprised I wasn't a nominee. Well, I'm... I'm 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 not surprised that the Halo show wasn't nominated. Yeah, we'll about, <laughs> uh, so many wrongs that could have been so good. But yeah, uh, Daniel, I'm glad you didn't watch it. I'm I'm trying to think of if there were any other shows or movies that came out this year. What was the Witcher? And the only thing I uh no Witcher was last year, wasn't it? Yeah, it came out last yeah. year. But so did Arcane. But. I wouldn't. I wouldn't use The Witcher because The Witcher. They were trying to stay more faithful to the books than the games itself. Fair enough. That's true. Remember, The Witcher is based off a book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is also true. You know, man. I'm gonna say right now, I'm kind of conflicted because a lot of these, except for maybe one, I I could were pretty decent in adaptation or good. I would say. Like I haven't seen Arcane or Uncharted. I have seen Cyberpunk, uh, The Cuphead Show, and Sonic Two. Yeah. Um, like those three out of the three that I've seen, they were great. Um, I would have to give it to Cyberpunk. I, you know, I I loved Cuphead. I know a lot of people are very like upset, and I'm upset, but like bothered by how it's not as accurate to the game. Because what they really did was they did their own spin on the on on Cuphead. Because Cuphead kind of has a story, but it's not a really like engaging story. Uh-huh. While they're trying to do I more mean, like, an, like a it. fun episodic thing, like a classic, I mean, like you know, Popeye or you know the Feister cartoons. Yeah, like old Looney Tunes. Yeah. yeah. I will give it some slack on that. Like, I don't know why people kind of expect it to be like a chronological story kind of thing. I don't think everything needs to be to do, needs to do that. Um, I like the way the Cuphead show just, you know, just like an actual like cartoons back from the, the 50s, like the Fleischer cartoons or anything like that. Uh, you know, it's it's our own cont- small contained story and, you know, getting all that and, you know, mm-hmm. that's fine enough on its own. Yeah, and it's fun and, too. Uh, and then like, but there's still a little bit of like lore from the stuff. Like, I, I love King Dice. Yeah, uh, the stuff they do with uh, Miss Chalice is fun. And, like, like she's, like, the, the the troublemaker out of the three. And, like, you know, Elder Kettle, I feel like, is much more interesting in, in this than in the show. The devil is yeah, hilarious. Yeah. I love this show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, the villains were funny. The villains uh, are awesome. I, I know some people say, like, yeah, it doesn't look like the game, but I don't... I don't think it needs to. I, I think it looks uh, the way it looks is fine by me. And just got to keep in mind oh. uh, the devs that were making Cuphead, they're going for like a for an exact replica of like the style at the time, and that's what took them uh, so long uh, for the game and the DLC to come out as well. I think because the- they were hand drawn uh, mm-hmm. more completely. Yeah, I think you're right because like a lot of people don't understand like why like a lot of those like cartoons took so long to make. And a lot of people, we got computers. Computers takes away that sort of, you know, like feel of it. Right. But they make it work. And that's kind of what they're doing. They still give that feel of it. If they were to do it like in traditional 2D paper, the process is going to be a lot longer. Like the process is already long enough with computers. But if we went to go back to that old traditional style, like the Fleischer cartoons, like Popeye, like Betty Boop. Like all these cartoons, oh, yeah, like I, I seen how like uh, yeah, I seen how like older animations were worked too. Like I remember seeing like a uh, a small clip of how they were making a Mickey Mouse cartoon, where there was like slowly you know like taking a picture and then you know switching cells, you know each one just to make the whole short film. Mm-hmm. And that is taking a long time, and 
even the coloring in too, because like they have like a whole staff of uh, of a team, you know, coloring each uh cell of the animation as well. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, the guys at uh at the studio as well, like they wanted to do the same thing for Cuphead, you know, like uh color each cell that they got, but even then they knew they couldn't do it because it would have taken even more time to do that. Yeah, no, it's it's a process that that. Listen, I think what what is it? We're on three seasons of Cuphead for the the show, right? I think so. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. have not gotten those three seasons in the amount of time that they came out. It would have taken at least like a year, you know, two years in between each one. I mean, how long did it take them to get the DLC out for Cuphead? Holy shit. How long did that take? Because I think Cuphead came out in 2016 and it just came out this year. Yeah. So like, you know, that's how, that's what you're working with when you're working with like trying to perfect that hand animation uh, like old 1950s and 40s cartoon style like and keep in mind too this is another detail not a lot of people know either i might be wrong on this uh but uh but uh, gotta keep in mind animations on uh pretty much a filming or for tv or whatever like in general it's 24 frames uh per second mm-hmm. and when it comes to games uh go 60. usually like 60 frames mm-hmm. so i could be wrong on this i'm just making an assumption myself but it's possible that it took even longer because they needed to make sure they have uh, animated a full sixty frames for the game itself. No, as well. I think I think you would be right to assume that. Not to say that like it's definitely a because you know to try to replicate that old style of animation because a, a lot of that stuff was like you know low frame rates like around the twenty twenty fours. But to put that in sixty frames that it runs you know that buttery smooth like it's a bit of a process. I would yeah. So the ideally cartoons are meant to be done in a certain like frame rate. If you were to go for 60, that's essentially like you, that is a longer process, especially hand-drawn, especially considering like how often cartoons and any form of animation, really, you kind of have to, it's a, it's a, it's a thing with timing, right? You, sometimes have to like i wouldn't say skip frames but like hold frames like there are times where you have to do like uh you have to work in ones or in twos where like you know there's like two frames you skip on i guess where it's like i you know i could do a chopping motion and i can do like 60 frames of that but that's like every slow motion of that hand movement while like Mm -hmm. you know time and you also have to time it right yeah, make sure it's all time perfectly to move as smoothly like that. If you, that's why some animators tend to like hold one, hold two, or be like this, like one movement, hold it for two seconds, then the next one, and the next one. And there's also the times where they would sometimes, not want to say skip or like you know cut corners, but they ha- find different ways to like animate movement at the same time. Um, you see it a lot in, right. like, I'm gonna throw this out as an example. We'll say for like a some of the earlier Capcom Marvel games, right? Where there's a there's moments where like, or even in Guilty Gear's uh, Exard, where like they would slash and you see like a little blur effect. That's that they use sometimes use that as like a way to make it look a little more smoother or, you know, not try to, to do too much. Another example probably be, and this is the one that a lot of people make fun of, but it's like technically and it is an animation process. It's the pain and art to fight. I was gonna, I was gonna like mention that. Yeah, where like there's a moment where he's just like a blob. That's supposed to like it's supposed to give you an emotion of emotion, emotion of emotion, <laughs> uh, like the feel of emotion, right? 
being in motion. Yeah. Where it's like him moving. So if he were to do it like that, if he were to do it like an exact the way, it would just take a lot longer. So that's why they do like the blur effect. Yeah, because like people like to often like take still frames of certain stuff, like from uh, animation fights or whatever. They were like, oh god, this looks awful. Why is it drawn like that? It's like, it's to like, because here's the thing, you're not supposed to see that in frame. Like, when you see it all in motion, you don't notice it because it looks smooth your, and your, effortless. Your, your mind fills in the gaps. Yeah. And also, by the way, this is why half the reason, like, just the one last tangent before we get back to uh, the other category. No, this is a good tangent. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, like, the whole reason why some people really hate when uh, certain people, like, put uh, animation like stuff to 60 frames is because since it's not it wasn't made for 60 frames you start to lose a little bit of those frames that are in betweens and it's just it's kind of like weird like if you look up like a video that's like an anime fight scene in like 60 frames you're gonna notice that there's, there's some weird like frame mm-hmm. skipping involved because you know it's like it wasn't designed to be animated at 60 frames so whatever the program they're using just kind of like makes shit up mm-hmm. to like compensate there, there's a video out there where i forget who's in the the video the the youtuber is uh i'll look it up in a second uh but like he he gives out like the like he get, breaks it down in a way that makes like the most sense for anim- for people who need to understand animation uh it's it's such a good like explanation of why those are the way they are mm-hmm. and obviously again that's why cuphead is the way it is because like if they were to do it in that way it still would take forever but anyways back to the other options uh sonic the hedgehog 2 was, was was fun i enjoyed it um uncharted i didn't see it i kind of didn't i i for me my opinion of uncharted is that we already have an uncharted movie it was the one that actually had a uh Nathan, that was it. Not, not Nathan. Nolan North. Nolan North. No, it wasn't Nolan North. It was yeah. a. Uh, you. Uh, guy from Firefly. Oh, Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion. That's what I was thinking about. Yeah, because that's why that's we're going to say Nathan Drake. No, it's Nathan Fillion as uh, Nathan Drake, the obvious choice. But, you know, since Nathan Fillion is a little older now, probably doesn't work that as well. But there's a short film about that on YouTube. You can look it up. Uh, and I think I remember just seeing all the comments being like, this is the real Uncharted movie. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, yeah, I feel like it works. Not to say anything wrong with uh, Tom Holland or uh, Matt and Mark Wahlberg and all that stuff. But the Uncharted movie was just kind of like, I don't know, just from seeing trailers and stuff of it, just, it doesn't, it was like, eh. You know, it, was just, it just felt eh to me. Uh, by the way, the, the YouTuber's name is Noodle. But yeah, I think out of all those, for me, it's going to be between Arcane and Cyberpunk. Uh, if we were to make a decision now. Um, see, I like Cyberpunk. But for me, I think Arcane is just a better show. I just, um, just the way it's animated in the presentation, I feel like that one is such a, such a much more better show. Uh, Cyberpunk, I felt like uh, sometimes the pacing would go a little too fast. I don't know if I'm if you would agree with me on that, Daniel. Uh, I don't know. Like, it has a lot going for me because, like, uh, one, it's animated by Trigger, and it's one of my favorite uh, animation studios in Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 
still have to finish it actually but like so far like uh for what i've seen i can see why you, you would think that but I, honestly I, I thought it was fine myself no yeah yeah it's 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 a it's a more of a me thing than anything else but like i do i do think that it does a good a, a good representation of the world uh more so than the what the game could do despite the you know the obvious lack of things that they had going for them uh but yeah no i, th- I think i get told her to see it being one of the two i'm gonna put my my uh my choice in for arcane for me um i'm gonna be honest uh i think it might go to sonic the hedgehog 2 because it's getting a, a, a sequel and uh you know uh it's it's kind of like it's kind of the poster child at the moment of like actually successful video game movie until we see the super mario brothers movie yeah probably the super mario brothers movie will probably be wildly successful as well like it it does seem like we have may we might have reached the uh the precipice point yeah of uh video game movies actually being decent and good and like profitable like uh, we saw with uh, comic book movies uh, in the early 2000s, you know, reaching that point of like, oh, yeah, no, this can work. This is a thing uh, and all that stuff. So I think I, I would throw my hat in with Sonic the Hedgehog, too, you know. That is a fair assessment. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that all our categories or do we have one more? Uh, we have a t- uh, no, we have one more, one more category here to talk about today. Most anticipated game. Ooh, okay, this is a good one. The, uh, the go nominees: ahead. Final Fantasy 16, Hogwarts Legacy, Resident Evil 4, Starfield, and The Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. All right. Okay. So the one we have to knock out, obviously, is Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, as much as as. as Wait, did that game not come out already? No, it hasn't come no, it's out. It's coming out in February. I kept thinking it came out. No. No. <laughs> okay, my mind is skewed. Um, I'm going to knock that one out because uh, as much as it's cool as it looks, I don't think it will live up to the hype. Yeah, I feel like Potter, uh, Harry Potter fans are, are a bit hyping it a bit too much for themselves. Yeah. If I can't be a Death Eater, then what's the point of being in a Hogwarts game? <laughs> I want to be on Team Voldemort, guys. Come on. This is before Voldemort. This is uh, before, yeah. Oh, I want to be pre-Voldemort then. Let's go. <laughs> you just want to be the villain. I want to be the bad guy. You know, wait. So if being in Slytherin doesn't make you the bad guy anymore in this game? I don't know. This is some bullshit. Um, well, anyways, I'm Gryffindor anyway. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be honest. It's it's a tough call. Um. I think obviously, I mean, I think we all obviously know that Legend of Zelda is going to be the winner, obviously. Um, yeah. Personally, for me, it's between I mean, obviously Legend of Zelda, Final Fantasy sixteen because I'm always looking forward to a new Final Fantasy game. Mm-hmm. Starfield. I wanna, I wanna like that game, but the, I, I know nothing about it. Well, they did that reveal earlier in the free three. Yeah, and I guess you were more interested in like the plot aspect of it. Yeah, it, I love the fact that I can do basically anything I want. But like, what what what's going on with the world? What's what's going on? It's Skyrim, but in space. You, you don't you don't yeah. like that. There's also like one thing is that um, 
it's it's one of the things where but that's got to win me back, man. They've been they've I mean don't get me wrong, they made some good games, but they've also um, screwed over a lot of people. So yeah, I kind of it's Bethesda, so I I would be a bit cautious about it as well. Mm-hmm. So I if I were to put my my uh my two cents into the ring, I I'm gonna have to go with Legend of Zelda, because Breath of the Wild we all agreed, great game. There's some people who aren't who don't agree with me agree with that statement. That's fine, but I really enjoy the game. I'm excited for the sequel. I'm excited to see where this world goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, I feel like uh no, I I definitely I think agree that um. Uh... The Legend of Zelda probably wins it, but I would make a very good argument that Resident Evil 4 is definitely a contender. Mainly because uh, Capcom's been pretty w- good at like remaking a lot of the older Resident Evil games. I know RE2 Remake was well-loved. Uh, the Resident Evil 3 Remake was pretty solid, although I think people had some issues with it a little bit. I, 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 I kind of forget if there was controversy with I that. I think I might know the answer. Let's see. I'm sorry, uh, could you read it? Uh, what was the issue again? Uh, no, Resident Evil 3. Like It came out and it was generally well-received, right? I mean, personally, I think it was all right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel like uh, it was obviously just to cash in on uh, after uh, RE2 and you know try to capture the same success with 3 because there was so much things uh, from the original that they cut off from the game. Right, yeah, and I think that, that's that kind what of it is. Cause, like, yeah, I was like, hey, you made it to the clock tower, but you don't go in and actually explore the clock tower itself. Mm-hmm, yeah. So, I mean, the only good thing that got cut off was uh, was the, the the water sample uh, puzzle. I hated doing that back on the original, and that's the only thing I'm glad it didn't came back. All right. Uh, but I feel like Resident Evil 4 definitely has a contention here. You know, like, it is one of the most... I think it's, like, the most popular Resident Evil game you know, like it, it's been re-released so many times. So for it to get like an actual fully like dedicated remake, like you know, I feel like that's that's gonna blow some people away. Here's my I question mean, I though. Too. I mean, like you could parry a chainsaw. <laughs> yeah, I know. I heard of such things. But here's my thing, right? If it comes out for the Switch, right? Which I think it will. Will I get a Switch uh, chainsaw controller? Um, probably, probably not, because it's gonna be in the cloud. Yeah, damn it. Yeah, it's it's a you know not not a great experience, but yeah, you know, I think most anticipated game. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of uh, things. Uh, Daniel, what are your thoughts? I I'm excited for Final Fantasy 16. I'm excited for RE4. I'm excited for Zelda. But if I had to pick who would win, it would be Zelda. And if I were to pick with my heart, it would be Resident Evil 4. Alright. Those are like all fair enough assessments. So I, it's 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 really like up in it's really gonna be a, a it's a tough one. It's a tough one. Yeah, because yeah, for all those games I'm kinda looking forward to. Yeah, all yeah, all of those games are definitely like very very much you know, they're they're definitely anticipated. They have a lot of a uh, stake to them and stuff. Um but yeah, I think that's that's all the categories we're going to be talking about today. But um, I guess we'll do a quick uh, round of predictions mm-hmm. before we wrap up. I believe we will be getting a trailer for Street Fighter Six. 
Especially since the week next week is gonna be the second beta test. Do you have a character in mind? So I think it's gonna so clearly like the the last one the last character reveals were like what World Warriors? Yeah. So I think uh what was that the World Warriors? The new challengers? No. Like no wait, are you talking about Street Fighter 2? Yeah. No, the last one was Ultra Street Fighter 2, the final challengers on Switch. No, 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 but like, okay, you know how there was an updated version of Street Fighter 2? It was like Street Fighter 2, the World Warriors, and it was like New Challenger, or like something in between those. Super Street Fighter, I think, like, was it? Yeah, the, it was like the New Challengers, yeah. Yeah, so because in my mind, I think it's going to be, they're going to reveal like Cammy, that one T-Hawk looking girl, because they're oh, both. Oh, Lily? Yeah, and then like a in a couple, and maybe those two characters or maybe and maybe some like characters that would fill in the same response as the as um well DJ's in there too so maybe DJ as well and then like a character that fills in the spot that was for I mean, it was Cammy DJ T Hawk who else was who am I missing um yeah I'm trying to was was Bison playable? I don't know if I want to name this character because there is leaked art of this character, but he's not confirmed for. He, yeah, he's not confirmed to be in the in the starting roster of the game, so I don't know if it will come out later as DLC. So I don't want, I don't want to get us in trouble or you know say like who who this person. Yeah, is. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I'm just trying to remember who who's in her. Uh, but those are the ones. I, I don't I know think... why they would pick that person though. Like, yeah, all, all I'll say is like it's from Street Fighter Five and. It's just a bizarre choice because, like, uh, uh, the new DLC characters for Street Fighter Five they weren't that interesting. Yeah, like like Falk, for example. Like, I didn't like Falk. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Fei Long. I was thinking of Fei. Oh, we won't see a Fei Long. Maybe in the DLC. Maybe, Maybe the DLC. Yeah, it's been a while. We'll bring back Fei Long. God damn it! I want my uh, Bruce Lee Remember character. Remember, go uh, fuerte. Oh, the part two would be awesome. Listen, as long as uh, I, can Sagat come back, please? I just need Sagat in this game. I don't know why they keep putting him in DLC, man. It's bullshit. <laughs> you just want to do your target. Deserves it after what happened in Street Fighter Four. Yeah. Well, that's Capcom's fault. Why didn't they just learn better? <laughs> it's learn. very <laughs> Jesus. You're so mad. It's, why do I have to suffer for Capcom's mistakes? <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, that's my pick. Um, obviously, I think we're also getting a Tekken 8 trailer, right? We are getting a Tekken 8 trailer, but my prediction... Oh, yeah, they did confirm Tekken 8 will be there. Yeah, my prediction is that we will get a release date for fall of next year. And we'll get to see a couple more characters, including a zombie Heihachi. I'm down for that one. I'm down for that. I guess my question is, are we going to bring it back Akuma for Tekken? No. You know I why. think they should. I mean, it's I mean, it's one thing if it's just a straight-up guest character, but he's actually a, uh, Akuma's a uh, canon to Tekken lore now. I don't know how that works, but sure, Harada. Sure. I mean, does that also imply that Final Fantasy XV is also canon to Tekken lore? Or no, no it's it just not part of the story mode. Okay, right. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. Right, never mind. Uh, uh, I think we'll probably get another Legend of Zelda trailer, maybe uh, some something from Nintendo. 
I feel like that makes the most oh. sense. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't expect anything from Sony. They're mostly like reserved their own announcements for their own like uh showcases and stuff like that. Um I think we'll see something more from uh, SNK. Uh, I think we'll have another trailer for the season two for uh, King of Fighters 15. Maybe show off some, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kim. Kim Kwan. Yeah, Kim Kwan. No, King Kwan will be a little bit later. Uh, I know the the new DLC characters will come out in January, so we might see like who are going to be. Uh, All right, gameplay for in, Shingo, in right? Shingo's team. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we might see some Shingo gameplay. We might see who are, uh, the other two uh, members of his team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I kept thinking, is it, are they just going to keep releasing single character? But no, they have to release them as teams now. Yeah, no, like, they've all been coming out as teams. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like Team Garo, Team... Uh, Southtown. What's the name of Geese's team? Yeah, Southtown. Team Samurai. Yeah. yeah and so. then Team Orochi, right? Or not, well... Yeah, Awaken Orochi. Orochi. Awaken Orochi, yeah. 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 Um, I think, I'm, yeah, no, I think you're right. I don't think we're getting anything else fighting game wise aside from those two, the ones we just mentioned, Street Fighter Tekken and maybe SNK. Uh, I think maybe, maybe Xbox might stuff, have a cause... Go ahead. Oh, like maybe we'll have another look at Resident Evil Four. I mean, it's coming out very soon. It's supposed to come out in March, I believe. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say I can totally see Xbox coming out with either another Perfect Dark trailer, because remember they did release that release that like what two years ago now. Or when was it's it? It's been a while, yeah. Like yeah. I've been wondering what's going on with Perfect Dark because uh, they had like one of Square Enix's uh, studios to call to help them out with development. I mm-hmm. forget which one though. Uh, Crystal Dynamics, wasn't it? Yeah. Or no, was no, it? no, no, no. What things it is? You don't owe. No, no, no. Wait, that's another thing too. I don't think Square Enix owns Crystal Dynamics anymore. No, wait, no. Wasn't it? Um. <sighs> wasn't it the guys that made a Hitman? It's not them either, because uh, they they separated and do their own right, thing too. Right, 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 right. I believe it is Crystal Dynamics. I think they're still helping them out, but yeah, like Square Enix, they don't own them anymore. Because mm-hmm. I think it's either gonna be Perfect Dark or Hellblade, because Hellblade has been as you know that's been taking a while. Yeah, yeah. They might have to announce something about it, and I mean, obviously, the Dream One is gonna be another Killer Instinct game. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think you're right like on. They Sony. made an announcement. It was just spectator mode for the one-up machines. So sad. <laughs> so sad. Uh, what else could be announced? I will throw in my little had take final prediction. Um, probably something for uh, the new Fire Emblem game that comes out. I think it comes out early next year. Honestly, I fucking forget. No, yeah, it comes out in January. Engage. Yeah, Shit, it does come out in January. I gotta get prepared for that. Yeah, because I mean, like, they've already been showing like little like teasers of like information stuff on Twitter, on YouTube, and stuff. So I can totally see them like mm-hmm. adding some more stuff to that. Maybe, and I can't think of anything else aside from like the ones that we've mentioned. I I was gonna say like maybe Mortal Kombat, maybe Injustice. Or... But then you remember NRS doesn't isn't gonna bring anything. Although Ed Boon could be lying to us. Oh, first might be one thing. Which is? It's been a while. I I would give it a thirty percent chance that it might make it, but I I don't think it will. But it would be amazing if they did it. We actually get our new look a Metroid Prime Four. Fuck, that is a thing. Yeah, unless like yeah, that that that's been a while since they announced it. Before then, saying we're gonna restart development because it wasn't coming out right. And uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like 
now's the time, right? Yeah. Either this year or like next year, we could be seeing some Metroid, Fi- Metroid Prime Four I, stuff. I know we just said Sony doesn't do announce, might not do an announcement since they're very adamant about doing it through their own means. Like maybe another they- Last of Us trailer for like a Last of Us trailer for part uh, the the show. Either the show, I mean, which is probably going to happen. The show, I would believe. Yeah, which I think it's going to it's no, happen. Yeah, like the, the show. Yeah, the um, uh, adaptation, obviously, like a proper trailer, or like a a part three. That's what I, think I would say. Happen. It's very too soon for uh, Nutty Dog to announce what they're working on, and yeah. I I don't think they are making another Last of Us. I think they're making a new IP. They're Maybe making Jack Jack and Dak four. Oh, we might get the no. I think that might be like. Would you no. feel that there? No, I think that makes more sense if they did it at their own showing. Yeah, I think the only game-related thing they would announce if they were to announce another PC port. Um, uh, I know there's been leaked info about Returnal coming to PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dream game still not up there. Please bring Blood Bloodborne to PC, uh, Sony. Uh, how about a Bloodborne? I would too? pay. Uh, I'll be down for Bloodborne too, but right now from software is kind of busy right now, so I need Sony like maybe get Bluepoint, who they own now, yeah, to work on Bloodborne and probably port it over to PC maybe. Mm-hmm. I just had a thought of one, but I lost it a minute ago. But I, um, it was gonna be like another Nintendo game, but I just forgot about it. I don't, I don't think they're gonna do another like Mario game. Nah, nah, I don't think so. No. I don't think so, because like, the only announcement they really have was like uh, the next wave of uh, DLC tracks for Mario Kart 8, mm-hmm. and that's already been announced and coming out soon, like oh, the two Wol- days before. Wolverine and Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, Spider-Man 2, and then the Wolverine game yeah. from uh, Insomniac, right? But will they reveal it there? I... No, it's Sony. Sony, that's right. Dang. I'm trying to think of what else. Maybe. Oh, we can really say like maybe another surprise announcement from Nintendo because I remember uh, way before the whole incident with Ukraine and Russia, they were supposed to release uh, Advance Wars. Oh yeah, and, and then uh, they delayed it indefinitely because of the whole yeah yeah um mm-hmm. yeah and they sh- they shelved it. Uh, the game's complete and it's ready to to go. But yeah, the whole incident right now with Ukraine and Russia. Uh, Mm-hmm. That's uh keep, keeping the game you know locked up for now. Yeah, which yeah that yeah that's that's it's a tragedy. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I was really down to play that game. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's about all I can think of on top of my head. Really, is there one last final Omega prediction from me? An F Zero game, please, please God, give us an F Zero game again, Shigeru. I'm looking at you, Shigeru. Please. Maybe. I doubt I, it. I know, I know he left Sega, but he said he's still down to work on, make, on making a new F-Zero. Please. So uh, go contact uh, Nagoshi, uh, the guy behind the Yakuza games. Uh, he's still interested in making another F-Zero, and I know, you know, you know, we all want a new Yakuza uh, F-Zero game, so... Yeah, like let's get us like another like follow up. I mean, uh, GX was amazing, so we want more of that. I doubt it's gonna be shown because it is another Sony product. But Final Fan, the the next information about Seven, Final Fantasy, uh, yeah, Seven. Um, what was it? Re uh, Rebirth. 
Rebirth, right? Yeah. Again, I doubt it. We could get that. I well, mean, we could it's because possible. I mean, I mean uh, they just they're releasing a uh, uh, Crisis Core uh, next month. Well, mm-hmm. this month actually, so as we're speaking. Yeah. Um. That's all I got. Unless they can do the thing I thought they were gonna do, release seven uh, on other consoles, seven remake. Mm-hmm. Or, but I guess they got not doing that. They will see. Uh, I think that's about yeah. it. Um, uh, there's nothing else more to talk about. We'll have to wait and see. Obviously, this is a um, we have to wait for the results. We'll be doing this again. Uh, but if you guys enjoyed what you heard, be sure to follow us on all social medias: Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the Gangsterians. And, sh- and if you're on Instagram, where we're most active on, that's where you'll find uh, all the podcasts and sites we're officially part of, like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, all the like and. You'll find a link tree link in the link tree, a link to the our YouTube channel where you can like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. And a Patreon's there for some, any kind of support, really, that you can help us out with. But yeah, no, Daniel, thanks for being back again for our, our annual predictions for the game awards. And we'll, yeah, we'll hopefully we'll see if we got them right for the next one. Yep. So, yeah, this is Daniel. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's Daniel. It's been me, Joe. It's been me, your boy. You guys have a good one. Peace.